0: Oh, and welcome to the Visit Virginia's Blue Ridge podcast. I'm your host, John Carlin. This is the podcast where I tell you all about the great things happening here in Virginia's Blue Ridge, Roanoke, Roanoke County, the city of Salem, Botetourt, Franklin Counties. We are America's East Coast mountain biking capital here in the mountains in the western half of the state of Virginia. Virginia's Blue Ridge is nestled here in the mountains. The Blue Ridge Parkway passes right through our region, or should I say right over it, because it goes along all the ridgetops and the views are just beautiful on either side of the parkway. You pull off the overlooks and just takes your breath away. But if you want to come play in the mountains and enjoy a Metro Mountain adventure, you'll find it here in Virginia's Blue Ridge. Today, I'll be talking about a great way to do that. It's one of the most popular events in all of Southwest Virginia, certainly here in Virginia's Blue Ridge. And I'm talking about the Beaver Dam Sunflower Festival, Beaver Dam Farm Sunflower Festival. It's coming up September 10th through the 19th of 2021. And I'll be speaking with Candace Monahan, who is the genius behind this event. And that's coming up in just a, just a couple of minutes here. Now, All the info about VBR and the Sunflower Festival will be in the show notes uh, and also at visitvbr.com and we'll have a link to the Sunflower Festival itself and they have a very impressive website if you're trying to figure out how and when you want to uh, participate in that. But you know I just got to tell you that this is agritourism at its best. Beaverdam Farm is now five generations into farming. It was a dairy for a long time and if you've ever spent any time around a dairy farm, other than just driving by it, you know that that is the hardest job on earth. And I grew up around a lot of dairy farms, had some friends who were farmers, and there's just no end to the work. It really is you know, all you, all you do. It's not just milking the cows, it's feeding the cows and tending to the pastures and, and to the crops that you need to feed them all through the winter. And I mean, it just never ends. So Now Candace and her family still do a little bit of traditional farming, but it's no longer dairy. But the big draw there is the Sunflower Festival. It's acres and acres of sunflowers. And just let me give you a list of some of the things that happened during the festival because it's it's not one of these events where you just show up and walk among the sunflowers. Although I think that's what most people just want to do, and and that's there. But there's food trucks and there's you know music and everything that you would expect from a festival atmosphere. But just going down the list, and and I'm just very quickly September 10th is VIP night. Then there's a tribute on September 11th in memory of the of course, horrific events that happened that day. There's Then there's sunset yoga. There's goat yoga. There's a sunset dinner one night. There's a senior citizen day. There's a, a special needs day. Uh, and then there were evening hours throughout the festival. Uh, on one day, there will be a, a police canine demo. And if you've never seen that, it's very impressive. And what these dogs can do and Man, if that's not a deterrent to crime, I don't know what is. Uh, but there'll be a demo, and Candice will talk about that a little bit. And then I, I need to mention that if you want to ride your bicycle through the sunflowers, there's a new event called the Harvest Tour Bike Ride, and that's coming up. It's a farm-to-table bike ride, and so you ride your bike and you stop at different farms along the way. But it's, it's a lot of new types of farming, um, hydroponics, cut flowers for florists. So it's very pretty. And then one of the stops will be there in the sunflowers and they'll have a path cut and you can literally ride your bike through the middle of the field of sunflowers. And I've got a podcast on that coming out next week. uh, But there will be a link to the YouTube video I've already produced on the bike ride, as well as a link to sign up and all of that will be in the show notes. So lucky me, I was actually out at Beaver Dam Farms, and I saw the sunflowers, which are still growing as I record this. So there is just a lot of green right now. Uh, but I did meet with Candace just about four days before we recorded this interview. So, uh, and I have to tell you that you can just feel the enthusiasm for this event just and all the energy is just energy boiling out of candace she's so excited and she does such a great job with this and i really think that this festival is all even though it's already popular um and we know from from looking at the clicks that the sunflower festival gets whenever we post something about it on visitvbr.com that it is just hugely popular and it's and, and, and in my opinion it's just getting started so Again, I just skimmed the top of things here, but Candice will be taking a deep dive into the Beaver Dam Farm Sunflower Festival, and that's coming up next. Welcome back to the Visit VBR podcast. And joining me now is Candace Monahan with the uh, Sunflower Festival. And this is just becoming one of the biggest things that's going on in Virginia's Blue Ridge. Candace, welcome.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah. So uh, the the Sunflower Festival is... Tell people what it is, because I know they go and they visit sunflowers, but it, it's it's really an amazing event.
1: Thank you. So we um, the whole starting startup of the festival, I guess, was um, to help our family farm that's been in the family since 1900, um, you know, make it through tough times. Um, We were a dairy farm from 1927 until 2019. um, And with the rising costs of everything, um, we needed an additional income to help with the farm. And we kind of stumbled into sunflowers um, by accident. Honestly, my father had planted some in 2015 um and they grew well and and took to the soil and the climate and in 2016 um I said hey you know people pay to walk through corn maybe they'll pay to walk through a sunflower field um and that's where it all started so
0: (laughs) yeah well uh, when you talk about a sunflower field Uh, Let's talk about the size and scope of this because it's amazing. And I should share with our listeners that I was just up there last week because you're going to be part of the uh, Harvest Tour bike ride. And so you gave me a little tour. So I've seen it. Uh, But but and, and I know some of these numbers, but share those numbers with people.
1: So, um, we will have approximately 600,000 sunflowers, um, in September. So right now they're all, I haven't been out yet today, but I'll go out and measure here shortly. Um, but they should be all around 15 inches or so right now. Um, but in the next three weeks, they should be around five foot tall. And like I said, about 600,000 of them.
0: How many acres is that? 21. 21 acres. Man, that's a and, and you you described it as a sea of yellow when we were talking the other day. Is that really what it looks like? It is. Um, you know, when you walk into
1: the festival, you actually walk in and see the backside of the flowers, and of course, that's because they face, you know, the way that the sun comes up. But once you walk to the end of the patch and you turn around, um, it's it's just yellow everywhere. Um, We do have a few color flowers that we've introduced this year. We'll have some red sunflowers and then we have a different variety of yellow. And then we also have some that are like a buttery yellow with a red in the middle. Um, So we have some of those thrown in, but the majority of them are are all yellow. Mm -hmm.
0: Now yeah so you and I walked out through the field the other day and I would I would describe them as knee high ish and but they're going to grow that much in 3 weeks.
1: They do. So for those that follow us on Facebook and Instagram, um I have my measuring stick and I go out every Wednesday we planted on a Wednesday. So that'll mark the week mark. So I go out once we've, um, the week has passed and I'll measure it and I'll put a zip tie um, to show how much they've grown from week to week. And last year, for instance, um, at week six, they were 33 inches tall. And by week seven, they were 52. Um, So they grow these next few weeks, they grow a tremendous amount week by week.
0: And we've just had a tropical storm, the remnants of tropical storm Fred come through with a bunch of rain. I would I would hope that's a good thing for you.
1: Yes, we um, at this point, when we get rain like that, after having nothing, um, you can go out and see day by day that they're growing. Um, it's amazing how quickly they grow once they're given the right conditions. So we had been so long without rain. Um I'm I'm excited to go out today and see where they are. So
0: (laughs) gotcha. All right. So now we've established the fact we have a big field of sunflowers, Uh, but you have turned this into an amazing festival. So let's talk about the dates and what people can expect in terms of you know when they get there and amenities and that that type of thing i know that you 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 got you had guys out there working on the ticket booth when when we were there on our bicycle so tell tell people what they can expect
1: so um, we open this year on september 10th and we're really excited about this we normally open on a saturday but um, this year we're opening friday evening and we have a limited number of tickets to sell and this is our vip event So we have two wineries coming out from Botatuck County, and they will be there um, for tasting and selling wine by the glass and the bottle. And then we have um, 70 vendors that will be there. And each vendor is offering a discount of some sort. So for those people that like to come and shop, it's a great evening to come and get discounts on products. Um, Every vendor has submitted an item that's going to go into a goodie bag. And Virginia Tourism partnered with us this year and um, helped us make these goodie bags. And so the first 70 people in line will get a goodie bag with an item in it from a vendor and then all sorts of local coupons um, from area businesses around Botata and the Roanoke Valley. Um, and that's from four to seven. And then we open Saturday and Sunday with our regular weekend hours from nine to six. And then we have events throughout the week. Um, we're open to the public on Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday from four to seven. And then um, Tuesday and Friday, we have our sunset dinners. And so those have already sold out, but we partner up with a local church and they cater those meals um, and serve the crowd um, We have about 46 people that come to that at each one and then proceeds help the mission team um, with missions that, that the church goes about doing. So we love that event as well. It's a intimate time that instead of having thousands of people there, there's just a very small group. Um, And then we also have our goat yoga and our sunset yoga. And then we have some field trip days in between there also.
0: Goat yoga. You had me at goat yoga. No, actually you have my interest at goat yoga because no. So what do people go into the sunflowers with goats and do yoga is, is it? Yes, that, that is obvious? it. Okay. Yeah. We have a, a farm up the
1: road um that brings their goats out and we put up a fence so they can't you know, roam free because they'd probably eat the sunflowers, Um, but we fence them off and they bring their, their, their baby goats and their mama goats. And um, the goats just interact with everybody in the crowd and they'll jump up on their backs when they're doing certain poses and they'll come around and you can cuddle with the goats. Um, But for anybody wondering, we do, we do have our regular yoga before the goat yoga. That way, Goats, you leave messes, you know, so we don't want a messy experience when somebody's <laughs> trying to do regular yeah. yoga and and perhaps step in something they might not want to.
0: <laughs> Got you. But but yeah, there's that, you know, goat yoga has become a thing. Did I, I were here to talk about sunflowers? Do the goats just know to jump on somebody's back? I mean, is that just what goats do?
1: You know, goats, they do. They Goats like to jump and climb on everything. So they climb on fences. They'll jump up on, you know, anything that they can. So when somebody is doing that pose, they just think it's something to climb on. So they'll just go over and jump up on top. And um, we have plenty of pictures of the goats on people's backs while they're there. It's really funny to watch. <laughs>
0: that is hilarious. That's hilarious. Um, so now these 70 vendors, they'll be there throughout the festival.
1: They will. So the vendors will be there, um, Throughout the festival, about half of them will be there during the weeknights, and then um, some of them will be there during our senior citizen field trip day. Um, But all total, we have right at 90 um, different vendors that are coming throughout the whole time, and they all have to be handmade, and we try to not overlap our vendors. So um, we have a candle vendor, for instance, that's been with us for quite some time, Um, since we started accepting vendors and she's our only one and that allows her to bring her product she has no competition she can you know make the most out of her time there and she usually sells out um, every single weekend that she's there so the vendors walk away having a good experience as well
0: so we talk about these vendors and handmade, so it's, it's kind of like a, a farmer's market. And is it all sort of Botetourt County focused or do people come from all over the area?
1: Um, we do have vendors from all over the area. Our farthest this year um, is coming from Georgia, and she's been with us for a few years. Um, but we do pull from Botetourt, but we do pull from um, all around the area in different surrounding counties. So,
0: okay, gotcha. So what, what would, what are the like candles is one? What other type of vendors do you have there?
1: Um, we have, like you said, candles, we have 17 different food vendors. And like I said, all of them sell different products also. Um, so, you know, donuts, ice cream, hamburgers, hot dogs, Mexican. Um, we have a salad and more fresh um food vendor coming this year and then as far as our crafters we have jewelry we have upcycled clothing aprons um, all kinds of woodworking from large tables and dining room sets all the way to home decor Um, we have oils and trying to think of what else it's an amazing variety that we'll have
0: Yeah, no, that's uh, that. I just wanted to get a feel for the flavor of it. So you go to the Sunflower Festival and you come home with a dining room set. Beautiful.
1: Exactly. Why not?
0: (laughs) Because why not? Right. (laughs) I love it. I love it.
1: Um,
0: So how many years have you done the festival now?
1: Um, We started in 2016, so this will be our sixth year.
0: And last year with COVID must have been a little bit of a challenge, although it's outdoors. Maybe it was one of those things people could do.
1: It, it thank goodness we were outdoors, so we could still hold the event. Um, we were tied to the thousand people at a time um, rule, I guess, that they sent out. So people did have to wear masks while they were waiting in line, or it was recommended that they did. Um, and then once they came in and spread out, they could take them off. But we still had to follow the thousand people at a time rule. So um, we did have to pre-sell tickets and we you know counted people as they came in and then we counted as they left and we were able to let some in here and there and um we're glad that there's no restrictions this year so
0: yeah now well, that and let's hope it stays that way you and I are are recording yes. this on the 18th of August and we're just kind of watching the creep with the latest things uh, are you requiring uh, proof of vaccination or anything
1: No, we're not. You know, we feel we're outside. Um, The whole festival area is on about 65 acres. So there's plenty of room to spread out. Um, You know, if people do feel uncomfortable, they're more than welcome to put their mask on while they're walking around or while they might be in a food line and closer to people. Um, You know, it's definitely up to the individual.
0: Very good. All right. So, um, and you'll have music. Did you mention music?
1: We do. We have music on Saturdays. Um, We have the Fat Boys Band that'll play, and then Western Justice, and both of them have been with us for a while um, and provide great music. We have cloggers that are coming on Sunday, um, which if, you know, people have never seen that. That's something great to watch. There's a a younger group and then there's an older group that come um, and this is their second year coming with us. And then we're actually doing a tribute um, since it is the 20th anniversary of 9-11. On Saturday morning, we'll have a tribute. Um, We have the Roanoke Valley Children's Choir is come in to sing the national anthem. And then we have um, a White Dove release and they always groups around try to release doves um, in honor of of 9-11. So we're going to be doing that. And then we also have um, a new group in Botatuck County, and that is the Botatuck Canine um, group. And so they're set up to raise funds for the canine dogs um, that are in service for once they retire. And so that group is going to come and actually do a demonstration with the dogs. So we have an area that'll be roped off and blocked off And they're going to have one of their deputies in their full suit. And the, the, the dog is going to attack the guy in the suit. And so you can see how the dogs work. Um, They're going to have the dog jump through the vehicle as if they were pulling someone out of the vehicle. Um, So that's just something to kind of help them get started with their fundraising and um, let the public see too, like what these dogs are trained to do. So I'm pretty excited about that.
0: Oh, that's going to be cool. That'll be cool. Um, I've, uh, I have seen I've done news stories on that and so and I've seen it but it's just amazing how strong the dogs are and, and how they're trained and uh, and all of the above it. that's really cool. Um, now I, we should talk about the gauntlet because uh, for people who might be listening out of the area, it is a a, a sort of a competitive event where local entrepreneurs line up to it, it's like shark Tank. Locally, right? Yeah. So you guys go and and you pitch your ideas, and the winner uh, winds up getting a fair amount of money to put towards the project. And you were the winner this year, and it's extremely competitive. So, first of all, congratulations. Thank and you. And second of all, let's let's tell people about the prize money and and what your pitch was to these these entrepreneurs who were funding this, uh, and then what you're going to do with the money.
1: So i entered the gauntlet um, because i have no business background or experience um, whatsoever so i thought if i could just enter the gauntlet and go through the 10week course and learn some of those um, business tactics that i felt like i was lacking in um that you know it would it would do nothing but enhance the experience for everybody. Um, and we got into the competition there were, And some actually some of the vendors from the Sunflower Festival entered it also. Um, And so we met together since the meetings were held by Zoom. But we met together so we'd have a good Internet connection to be able to join the rest of the group. Um, And every Tuesday, the meetings were held and, you know, we went through the 10 week course and um, it's very intense and you have homework week to week. And then you compile everything into your business plan. Um, and I had some great mentors that helped me along the way. And we got into this business plan and I'm looking at mine and I was 50 pages into the thing. And I'm like, this cannot be right. This is so much information and maybe I'm overdoing it. And, you know, I questioned a lot of stuff along the way, but um, I guess kept listening to those that were helping me and um. I like I have a, an issue where I read into things more than I probably should. And um, we would get emails that stated, you know, you won't be asked to speak on the spot unless we contact you ahead of time. So, of course, I looked into that as so they're going to contact the winner ahead of time and ask them to speak if they won. Uh-huh. So I went to the group and I said, girls, did y'all get asked to speak and they're like, no. And I said, Well, I didn't either. So we must be losers, you know. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> right. They didn't right.
1: ask us to speak. And um they sent out another email that said, um, we've, you know, secured interviews for the winner um for the Friday after the announcement was on Thursday. And once again, I said, Did y'all get an interview? And they said, No. And I'm like, okay, me neither. And Thursday night was our award ceremony and we were able to be there in person. And um, I did feel confident that I had gone far, but I I just had no, no idea that I was going to win. And um, they kept going down the list and going down the list and I could feel myself getting kind of nervous. And then they said, we're at the top to, three.
0: Yeah. You don't have to be, yeah. You don't have to be first to get some money. Right.
1: Right. Right. So right. everybody so. that enters, um, in the business part, um, so there were 140, I believe it was, that um, did the gauntlet, but then 56 of us are who competed. So all 56 of us that competed win some type of prize. So it could be an in-kind gift of, right. you know, um, a meeting with an accountant or something like that. And then once you get further along is when you start picking up more prizes and, and money. Um So, you know, long story short, I did end up um, with right about $25,000 in in kind gifts and and, um, cash. And with that, um, I want to expand our offerings and to produce some sunflower oil. So right now, what people might not realize is, you know, we sell the sunflowers by the stem at the festival, but we also harvest those seeds and we sell them as bird seed. Um, so, Northwest Hardware carries our seed. And I want to be able to take some of those seeds and press oil and add that to our um, product offerings. And then the other thing that I wanted to do with some of the money was create an app that users could use when on the farm. Um, last year, I always go out and take pictures of the flowers, but I started paying attention to all the insects that were on the flowers. Um, And there were way more than I had ever realized. And so I started taking pictures of all of them and um, I thought how cool it would be if we had an app that somebody would see this, you know, moth and not know what it was and they could pull it up on their phone and research if that moth is harmful to the sunflowers or helpful um, and what it you know, can do with the sunflowers. Um, Grasshoppers, for instance, are very hard on a sunflower and they're everywhere out there. Um, So we have created an app that is going to launch before the festival. We're in our testing phase now and um, it's grown from the insect idea. Um, People can come out and take a picture. Also, if they see an insect that's not listed and they can submit it so we can add it to the findings that we already have. Um, And then it has um, an interactive map that they can pull up and they can see where the vendors are or where the music is. Um, Our love signs are popular to take photos with so they can locate those and go in the field. Um, So it's really turning into a neat um, kind of addition, I think, to the event that people will be able to use. We like for people to come out and kind of be with nature and be unplugged. But the reality of it is everybody has their phone in their hand anyway, because they're taking pictures of everything. So right. if we can educate them, you know, at the same time that they're there, it's kind of a win-win for everybody.
0: Wow. That's cool. So the app will be ready this year then?
1: It will be. The the guys that... Um, the group that I'm working with on it, um, one of them is local um, with Nero Digital Design. Um, they have been amazing because I didn't approach. We had spoke about it, but we didn't start on it until about two months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and for it to be ready in the next week um, to then, you know, start testing and everything, they've done an amazing job. So they they come highly recommended
0: outstanding outstanding so and people will get that app uh, either via your website or in the app store
1: so um it's a web app so we will have you know we'll once it's launched we'll list it on all of our social media and online also and then we'll also have qr codes so as they're waiting in line to check in they can scan the code and pull it up and then we're going to have it posted throughout the um, festival area also so they can scan it while they're in the field and pull it up
0: so oh wow. That, so um this is this is a, a lot for um what used to be a dairy farm. <laughs> you have really taken uh, forgive the 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 pun here, but you've taken the bull by the horns. You really have, <laughs> you know. Um thank you. So that is that is amazing. Do you have all I know is that, of course, I do a lot of outdoor things. L- listeners know that. And I talk about it a lot and promote it here in Virginia's Blue Ridge. But um, everything that has been outdoors has just exploded because people were so ready to get out of their house. Do you, mm-hmm. Are you ready for the crowds? How, do you have any expectation for what you might see this year?
1: Um, I feel like we'll have, you know, a great turnout. Um, I think people are... You know, there's two groups. Some are a little hesitant and some are just like, get me out of the house. I want to do everything there is to do. Um, So we're trying to prepare with extra um, volunteers and parking crew and, you know, make sure all the ducks are in a row so we can handle everybody. Um, And, you know, we welcome everybody. I mean, we, like I said earlier, there's no limitations on tickets this year. So, Hopefully people can come out, get outside, enjoy themselves. We want the rain now, but we want it to kind of hold off September 10th through the 19th. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, we're, we're excited, you know, for, for where it's going to grow.
0: Outstanding. And you grow the, you plant the flowers in staggered stages so that uh, they will, you'll always have some blooming during the festival, you were telling me.
1: Correct. So sunflowers only bloom about 12 days. So in order to stretch the festival over two weekends, we found that if we plant half of the area one week and then the next week we plant the other half, they'll be pretty and perky both weekends. Um sunflowers, if it rains on them once they're bloomed, they don't perk back up. They'll be droopy from that point on. So um, this kind of helps us to, to have beautiful scenery the whole time
0: so beautiful and then you're a stop on the harvest tour bike ride that's why i was there this past weekend um yes uh, tell folks about uh what cyclists will see if they're interested in in joining in on that so
1: um i'm hoping that you know any cyclist that once would um have the opportunity to take their bike through the cut paths that are already um, in the field. And then you will have a few products there. Um, we have activity books that have um, illustrated and written about the, the sunflower festival. And um, we'll have some small packets of sunflower seeds and t-shirts and such if they're interested in things like that. Um, and then we, we should still hopefully have some flowers blooming so they can, um, like I said, take a look at that and take some pictures with their bikes and in the fields.
0: And that's going to be cool. I, that that I can't wait. I will I will be one of those cyclists. And that's that is actually um, after the festival, but the sunflowers will still be blooming, at least some of them. Yes, correct. Outstanding. Outstanding. Well, Candice, now the other thing I wanted to ask you about before we wrap up, you've mentioned your social media posts and I know you're very active on social media. So people and we'll put links in the show notes with this podcast so people can just click and follow you. But you're very active on Instagram, right? Yes. What do they search? Sunflower Festival?
1: um so beaver dam sunflowers um is on instagram and we do have several hashtags beaver dam sunflowers um b d f s and sun um and then facebook where Beaverdam beaver dam farm sunflowers so um we're on both of those and um I definitely want to mention, too, we want to thank um, the Bank of Botatot is our main sponsor um, for the event and has um, been with us for quite some time. So, you know, we want to make sure that we thank them for all of their um, efforts that they give us in order to have this um, And then I want to mention real quick also that new freedom farm is having an event and we have planted some sunflowers down there. Um, they have their freedom fest that's going on in September. And so we tried to combine sunflowers and horses and have, um, of course when we planted down there, it was really dry and they needed some rain as well. But, you know, we want to encourage people to maybe try while they're in town, um, the new Freedom Farms, our event, the triathlon's going on one weekend, the Fink Festival's going on one weekend. There's a lot in Botat that's um, being offered, so maybe everybody can stay for a while.
0: Yeah, really. I mean, it's really it's become this this uh, uh, embarrassment of riches in Bodetite, but in the fall, it's really great, really great. Yes. And so, anything else you want to add? Anything else you want to tell people?
1: Um, I don't think so. I guess, um, one new thing that we all are offering in addition to the, um, to the app that we're very excited about is we have taken an old grain bin, um, that has been, you know, used to store, um, soybeans and corn and we've put it up on the property and it's going to be kind of our, um, educational station about the farm. So people can enter the bin and walk around and we have, um, signs printed up with pictures that'll take people from the tomato canning factory that we were back in 1916, all the way through our um, farm history of the dairy and now the beef cattle and the sunflowers, um, how our land has grown um, from what it used to be to what it is now. And then people can actually see the milking equipment that we used on the farm and the pails um, and the glass bottles that milk used to come in. Um, so we're really excited to kind of educate everybody about all of that also. So yep. it's not done yet, but it will be the next three weeks.
0: <laughs> wow. Five generations, right? On the farm? Yes. Of your family? Yes. <laughs> uh, that That is uh, an amazing accomplishment. And it's so cool that you guys have, you still do some beef farming and that sort of thing there, but it's so cool you have been able to, to pivot and turn that property into agri-tourism and it's working so
1: it is working
0: outstanding all right thank you well, candace thank you so much for joining me here on the visit bbr podcast
1: i appreciate it thanks for your time
0: So thanks to Candace, I'm pretty sure I'll be stopping by with one or more of my grandkids this year to see the festival. And I'm I'm already signed up for the Harvest Tour bike ride. And again, that'll be the next podcast here on the Visit VBR podcast. By the way, I recently interviewed Will Landry at Twisted Track Brew Pub in Roanoke. And that is one of the just the latest places where you can go and get a cold craft beer. And if you want to hear how they recently purchased that business and then did a complete redo that now includes an on-site restaurant and events from family Jenga to axe throwing, you can check out that episode, link in the show notes. And then we can go back a a few and hear my talk with Chris Prilliman of Twin Creeks Distillery down in Franklin County. Great story there as well, and I have to mention that I was in Franklin County uh, at Philpot Lake this past weekend. My wife Mary and I riding our bikes in the western part of Franklin County, and you want to talk about beautiful rural roads. I think we were out for two hours and maybe got passed by five cars. I mean, it was, and the scenery is just beautiful. Uh, but I'm digressing. A couple of other show notes here. If you are uh, planning a trip to Virginia's Blue Ridge. We talk about a metro mountain mix. Well, think of our whole area as an outdoor playground. I talk about bicycling a lot. I'm sorry about that. But there are equal parts here. Running, hiking, kayaking, fishing, fly fishing, you name it. The Roanoke River comes right through the region and lots of other smaller rivers that don't get mentioned as often down in Franklin County. There's the Blackwater River and the Pig River. Um, and all, there's floating opportunities in all of those places, and we've talked a lot about that uh, here on the podcast. Uh, the Roanoke River Greenway follows the river right through uh, downtown Roanoke and, and sort of just skirts the greenway, and, and then there's there's also uh, skirts the river, and then we have greenways in Salem and Vinton as well. And, but then that's that's sort of the outdoor part, but Virginia's Blue Ridge, Features museums like the famous O. Winston Link Museum, the Transportation Museum of Virginia, the Todman Museum of Art, and that's just to name a few. And if art does interest you, go back and listen to my interview with Cindy Peterson at the Todman. I think you'll enjoy hearing more about how art has really taken a foothold here in the community, and I credit the Todman with that 100%. So uh, the Taubman is just doing a great job, and it's a fun place to visit, and it's it's really really something different. So that's the Metro Mountain part of our uh, Metro part of our Metro Mountain adventure, and we also of course uh, along with all of that, as you would expect, we have fantastic shopping and boutiques on the downtown market. Uh, this time of year in the summer, the farmers market is going full tilt. And then we have quaint downtown shopping and eating in Salem and Vinton, Rocky Mount. I went through Rocky Mount this past weekend and it's really just, they've really done a great job beautifying the downtown and and offering you things to do maybe uh, before or after you go visit the Harvester for a concert. And then if you're at the Sunflower Festival, you need to check out Buchanan because it's not far away. Same thing. Beautiful old downtown along the river, and it's just really worth a stop. And then we have a lot of sports tournaments here. People come here to play softball, volleyball, soccer, basketball, and we have gyms and fields galore, and VBR Sports is all set up to to bring in these big, big tournaments, and we get national caliber teams in here all the time, Salem. Uh, is known as Town because a lot of the Division Three college championships happen here, and we are all set up for all of that. Um, so that's just something else that I want you to know about Virginia's Blue Ridge. And if you're looking to the ultimate guide of everything that I'm talking about, just go to visitvbr.com. There's blogs, there's maps for cycling, there's hikes to waterfalls, lists of restaurants, directions for the Cheers Trail, which guides you through those local brew pubs and wineries and distilleries. And we actually offer a t-shirt if you check in at a few of them. You download the Cheers Trail app from the Visit VBR website, and then you show the app at wherever you are. You'll get a discount on either merch or maybe a drink uh, at uh, at every stop on the Cheers Trail. So you want to download that. And we recently did a podcast about the trail with Catherine Fox. The vice president at VBR, and there's a link to her podcast in the show notes as well. So, and then if you're looking for a place to stay, everything from the grand old lady, the hotel Roanoke, to our uh, remote B and Bs, it's all right there on visitvbr.com. But Thanks again to Candace Monahan. We're so excited about the Sunflower Festival. I think it's going to be a big deal. Uh, you're going to want to go. I, ju- I just know it. You've got to have your picture in the sunflowers for your social media or take the kids or visit the food trucks. But if you're looking for something to do, uh, it's going to be there at the Sunflower Festival. Again, all the links in the show notes. If you go to the Sunflower Festival, please do me a favor. Take a picture and then put the hashtag trail setter. Hashtag trail setter. And that just tells everybody that you enjoyed a metro mountain adventure here in Virginia's Blue Ridge. And we track all that through hashtag trail setter. And we just want everybody to know what's going on. All right. We'll have another podcast coming out soon. In the meantime, I hope to see you here, maybe at the Sunflower Festival in Virginia's Blue Ridge.